0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fighting Ever Fighting. I'm Cole Carmody of GoPowerCat.com. We are bringing a brand new video podcast series directly to you, Fighting Ever Fighting, where we'll talk with some former, maybe some current K-State athletes. No better person to start than with Skylar Thompson, former K-State quarterback, current Miami Dolphins quarterback. Before we get going with this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to GoPowerCat.com. We're going to have one of these episodes very regularly, along with all of our other great uh, podcasts we have at GoPowerCat.com. But today, the first ever episode of Fighting Ever Fighting with Skylar Thompson. That conversation is coming up right now. everyone and welcome into the first ever episode of fighting ever fighting on fighting ever fighting what we'll be doing we'll be catching up with some K state legends and no other person to start this podcast off right than none other than Miami Dolphins quarterback Skylar Thompson Skylar, first of all thank you for joining me um, really excited to be doing this we're gonna catch up with a lot of cool people but to have you on as the first guest I, I think that's awesome um, What's new in the life of Skylar Thompson? Obviously, we know you just got done with uh, the NFL season, but what are you up to uh, right now and and preparing for um, the upcoming season?
1: yeah well i'm uh I'm currently in Kansas City. I'm back home with my family. Um, <clears throat> my first my first NFL offseason season has uh, kind of been been crazy um it, It's been a good one uh, just having some time to, to relax really in the month of February for the first time in a long time. Um, be able to get away from the game for a little bit and relax. Um and then got back to Kansas City here at the beginning of March uh to train with Coach Hoover and Nick Griffith who I did my pre-draft training with last year. Um so I've been doing that for this past month and head back next week uh, to start getting prepared for OTAs that start April seventeenth. So it's been a it's been a good off season and I've I've been been enjoying myself being able to spend time with my family and my people back home. Um, I also spending some time back in Miami in February uh, for that month to uh, just kind of establish myself there and get involved in the community and do those things. So it, it's been a good off season so far.
0: Uh, I can't imagine that being in Miami in February. That, that, that first of all, that has to be amazing. It's got to be a little bit nicer than the weather in Kansas City. Sure, that sure you don't mind going back to Miami um, in the winter time. Before we kind of get into your journey. Um, to K-State, at K-State, and where you are now. I got to ask about the, the playoff game against the Buffalo Bills. Um, all of K-State Nation was rooting for you guys in that game. That turned out to be one of the best games of the entire playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. What were kind of your emotions when you found out that you were going to start and then that game progresses and you guys hang in there, you make it a close game, you have a chance right there at the end? Just kind of walk me through the emotions of that week leading up to the game too.
1: Yeah, well it, it was um it was a tremendous time of, of my life and my career. Um, you know, I got to start in the the Jets game, their last game of the year to really clinch a playoff spot. It was kind of a not kinda it was a winner go home type situation there. Uh so able to get a win there, um, to get us into the playoffs and uh, with our quarterback situation at the time, um I had a feeling that I was gonna be, be playing again in the the Buffalo game and uh, found that out earlier in the week that I was going to be starting, and um, it, it was super exciting. You know, uh, it was there was so much on my plate, so much going on in my life uh, that I never really even had time to, to wrap my mind around what was taking place or what was what was going on. You know, uh, which was probably a good thing for me. Uh, you know, so uh you know going into that game it was it was super exciting you know playing a divisional opponent in the buffalo bills uh on the road in a wild card game and a playoff game you know it was it was a dream come true for me and you know a moment that i had been preparing for my my entire life really so it was very surreal very very cool moment um you know and then we get to the game and you know i never really like i said i didn't really have time to even think about what was taking place or you know how big of a the game it was all these types of things until it was time to play the game, you know, and i was I was taking the field and felt the camera following me onto the field into the huddle, and, and the crowds going nuts, it was it was crazy. Uh, but it it was such a fun game, you know, it was obviously a game that I wish we would have won and and felt like we did a lot of things to win that game. And you know that was the frustrating part, but also, uh, it was very encouraging for me, you know, to be able to to work through some adversity in that game. Uh, early on, we were having a hard time getting going. I threw an interception. Um, we missed some plays, and you know, to be able to continue to keep fighting, you know, our, our defense did a great job of of providing a spark for us early in the game with getting some turnovers and getting getting us in a position to score before the half uh, to make it a make it a close game. And you know, that gave us a lot of hope, gave us a lot of life. For the rest of the game um and then like you said there at the the end had a had a chance to to tie the game and um <clears throat> you know that's that's what you want you know but obviously we want to come out on the on the winning side of that and it was it was hard uh hard to digest there at the end and afterwards just because like i said i felt like our team we did everything we could to to win that game you know and for us to come up short was was frustrating but it was, uh, you know, after after the game and after I had some time to to sit down and relax and reflect on it, you know, there was there was a lot to take away from that. You know, I learned a lot about myself as a player, as a as a person, and a leader. And I was really challenged, you know, because it was a, a challenging situation to be in, but it was also one that I'd been preparing for and ready for for a long time. So, um, you know, it was it was a great experience for me, and I think it's going to pay off for me moving forward, having that experience and playing in a, in a playoff game versus a team like the Buffalo Bills.
0: Like I mentioned earlier, that was the first time, I think, at least for me personally, I've seen uh, the K-State community come together for rallying support behind one person at the next level. I mean, it, it was remarkable seeing everything from even the people in Aggieville to the people on Twitter. Everybody um, was behind the Miami Dolphins that day, and, and I know that they will be. As long as Skylar Thompson is uh, is in the organization, (laughs) and I want to go back to your time as a high school prep athlete in Kansas City, and this is kind of where the story begins, um, at least on the football side, and your journey to K State. Kind of talk about how you ended up at K State, getting recruited by Bill Snyder and that staff. I mean, it feels like at least feels like a long time ago. I'm sure it does for you too, but. Just what was that like, um, and, and I guess when did you really know that K-State was the place for you?
1: Yeah, well, my recruiting process was 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 kind of interesting. Uh, I was a late bloomer, uh, to say the least. Um, you know, so um, it was late in my junior year that spring where I really started to get, get recruited pretty hard, uh, but a lot of teams were just, kind of holding off on me where we're wanting to see me throw in person they're wanting me to do this do that and you know just kind of dragging their feet a little bit so i was really just focused in on even though i didn't have an offer from k-state um and some other schools i really try to condense the schools that were talking to me and who i thought was recruiting me the best and where i thought was the best fit for me so if i did get an offer potentially then um, i'd be able to to make a decision on it and you know at the time obviously recruiting has changed a ton over the years with social media and uh, just uh, the generation nowadays but um, you know i got a letter in the mail from k-state i'll never forget it i got a letter in the mail inviting me out to their junior day and that was really the first time that i had heard from them and um you know i hadn't i hadn't talked to any of their coaches at the time and you know so i didn't really know how interested they they were but my dad and I had always had a had a good feeling for K-State. You know, growing up in Kansas City and being connected to the Big 12, growing up, it was I, I always was aware of K-State and the type of program they had there. So my dad and I were just like, you know, let's go out to it and see what they have to say. You know, um, and and sure enough, I I get there and I go and I sit down at the, the training table uh where all the student athletes eat at k-state and my dad and i were sitting there and there's a seat next to us and i see colin klein kind of walking around you know like like colin klein kind of does he's not really saying much it's like okay and then he comes and sits down by me and my dad and i thought that was the coolest thing in the world you know watching coach klein growing up and uh, seeing all the success that he had at k-state being a heisman finalist winning a big 12 championship it was like, wow, like Colin Klein sitting next to me, this is cool, you know? Uh, so we started talking there and that's when I started getting a feel that they were interested in me uh, through, through Colin. And, and then um, later that day, I met with Dell Miller, who was a quarterback coach at the time and uh, Taylor Bratt, who was still there. And, you know, we, were, we, we gathered that they were very interested in me and, you know, I remember on the drive home um, down I-70, It wasn't everybody's made that drive there's not a lot to look at so my dad and i had plenty of things to talk about so um, we were very very excited about kansas state just felt like it was a great fit for me Uh, we really really loved the the family atmosphere and how, how much people talk about family out in manhattan and what was cool about us is we visited i visited tons of schools did a whole bunch of things but And everybody always says family, you know, like we're we're a family here. We choose to like family, all that stuff. But at Kansas State, when I was there for that visit, I could feel, I could feel the the family atmosphere, and it wasn't just something that people said; it was something that you felt. And that's what really stuck with me more than anything. And it wasn't just the the football side of things, the football coaches that visit. It was like, man, we stopped at the gas station when we stopped to get food. uh, It was. You could just tell everybody was, was so was so nice and just very family-oriented. Everybody loved K-State football. And for me growing up, that's where my dream was. I wanted to play at a school that was a rich football school that had a great fan base and had a great college town and so I could get the ultimate college experience. And that was the biggest tell for me. So uh, when I left that visit, Coach Miller said that he was going to come watch me throw in the spring. And, you know, that would kind of determine what they were going to do. And I remember Coach Miller showed up along. I had about six schools there that day. And I remember I made my first throw. And I'm kind of, like, looking around, and I see Coach Miller pull his phone out. And he gets on the phone, and he's not even watching me throw. So I'm like, gosh, what happened here? Did I not not do it well? Like, it was one throw, you know? Um But sure enough, that was, he was calling coach Snyder and saying, Hey, like we need to offer Skylar." So, uh, later that day, I got a call from coach Miller and they offered me a scholarship and really, that was the only scholarship I was seeking at the time. Um, there was a lot of, I had a lot of good schools recruiting me, but it was, I knew if K-State offered me, like it was going to be hard to turn down. And, um, you know, they basically just kind of told me that they were very interested in me and I was their guy that they wanted. Uh, but also, that if if I was gonna be interested in the recruiting process and still searching for other schools, that after a couple weeks or so or a month that they were um, start recruiting somebody else so they didn't miss out on a quarterback in that class. So um, which that honestly that didn't speed up my decision at all. It was I would like I said I was very, very set on K State. So I came home that day um, after I threw and I had a conversation with my dad and kind of sat on it for a little bit. And it, just like that, it was. we were scheduling an unofficial visit back out there on Mother's Day weekend, um, knowing that I was going to commit at that time. But it was just really special for me because that was like a, a lifelong dream of mine to get a scholarship to go to, go to school and play football. So I, I really wanted my family to be there with me and uh, be able to enjoy that experience with me on that day. So we went out to K-State and had a visit there. And I remember my whole family was, was sitting there and there was a time when the veneer was getting built. So they were all the coaches and their offices were over on, on the, the west side Stadium and in, in, the, in the press boxes and stuff. So I'm sitting there talking to Coach Snyder and he's selling the program to me. I'll tell you that we were talking for, <laughs> he was talking for like an hour and a half. And the whole time, I mean, I'm obviously like, I'm not going to interrupt him, you know, but whenever the time comes, I'm going to tell him, like, I want to commit here. And we got an hour and a half in and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to interrupt him here. (laughs) And So I just kind of like, as he was talking, like, hey, coach, like, I want to come to Kansas State. And it was so cool. Um, You know, Taylor Bratt was there, Coach Klein and. Coach Miller and and Coach Snyder, everybody was so excited, you know, and see, see my family. Everybody was emotional um, on that day. It was it was a special day for me too because it was Mother's Mother's Day weekend, and it just so happened that the day that I committed there was the the same day that my mother has passed away. So it was it was a special day, and it just felt like it was right, you know. Everybody said my mom's favorite color was purple. Uh, I had a grandfather that um, my dad's dad. Uh, coached under, uh, Coach uh, Simmons, is that right? Back in the, when the Big Eight, Um, Mm -hmm. he was a student assistant there when they won the Big Eight. My my dad was born in Manhattan, Kansas. Actually, his, my grandparents and him lived where the old Jardine apartments were. So it was just kind of, it just all made sense to me, you know, and that's kind of the way that I am. Like, I really look for meaningful things to, Kind of lead me in direction and i just felt like it was the right fit and the rest is history so it was it was awesome
0: So you talked about your recruiting process. And first of all, just amazing stories there, Skylar. I don't know how many people knew all that about you. Um, There, you had a, obviously you were here for a long time and that's well-documented. Some amazing moments in your career before Coach Kleiman got here. I I know a lot of people go back to the Iowa State game, um, finding Mm -hmm. Isaiah Zuber in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. Um, Then obviously when Coach Snyder decides to retire, you're left with a decision. you and Alex Dalton had been splitting time. Uh, what went into the process of staying? Were you ever close to maybe trying to go somewhere else and, and transfer somewhere else? How close were you to that? And, and how did, what, what went into your decision in staying after coach Snyder decided to retire?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the transition after my redshirt freshman year, when we played in the cactus bowl, um, you know, I was having some trouble there at the beginning of the game and, um, Coach Snyder took me out and put Alex Alex in, and Alex played his tail off, played one of I them mean, had one of the best bowl game performances um, in K-State history. Um, and, you know, that opened up a quarterback competition that I knew uh, was going to take place and, you know, that I was excited for because I knew competition is going to make everybody better. Um, and, you know, we kind of went back and forth and, you know, going through the beginning of that season, it was, it was honestly, it was one of the most challenging times of my life. Um, just because it just felt like I was on a roller coaster like one one week I was starting one week I wasn't. you know, I was getting pulled out in the middle of the games. Um, you know, and I know I know it was hard on Alex too like it was it was tough. Um, but you know, I going through that season it was it was hard for me um, just because I felt like kind of what we were doing on offense and what they were asking of me was kind of out of my skill set a little bit. Um, I felt like, um you know coach Snyder you know obviously with our past um at, at kansas state like we've had a lot of success with quarterbacks that can run and i knew that i could run but i knew that wasn't my strength and so that was my ultimate my ultimate question that i was going to have to to ask myself after that season which i did was is this truly the best fit for me and helping me get to where i want to go someday and um You know, so there was obviously conversations of Coach Snyder retiring and that we'd be getting a new new coach, um, you know, and I I didn't really that that was such a weird time because I didn't really know what was going to happen or whatnot. But I did speed up my my graduation process to where I could at the time there was no transfer portal. So I was trying to speed up my graduation process that that fall of my redshirt sophomore year, Um, I was taken over 20 hours. So it was a grind for sure. Um, but I was just trying to put myself in a position. It wasn't like I was predetermining what I was going to do. I just wanted to put myself in a position where if I did I need to go elsewhere, that I could Um, you know, so Coach Snyder ended up retiring. And, you know, I kind of just sat there and was kind of just waiting to see who we were going to hire next. And that was a, a crazy time to be a State football player, because you obviously see all this stuff on social media, what people the fans want, you know, what the rumors are. And in all honesty, we had no idea what was going on. Um, and so I remember I was sitting in my 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 house, I lived with Denzel Goolsby and Jonathan Durham. And we got a we got a notification that we hired Chris Kleiman from North Dakota State. And I will never forget we were sitting there, we were all three just like we didn't know what to think. And you know I immediately I was the first person to speak because coach climate had offered me at North Dakota State. And honestly, North Dakota State was a, a school that was heavy on my radar. Um, you know, I had an offer from KU early on my first offer. And then it was North Dakota State. And then it was silent for a while. So there for a while I was like, I got North Dakota State and KU. Um, and uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was heavy on North Dakota State. Um, but, um, so that was, that's what, what the first thing that came to mind was, I already have a relationship with, with, with Coach Kleinman, uh, Coach Riley, who was the O-line coach who recruited Missouri and Kansas City. Um, so that really stood out to me. It's like, man, like I got a relationship with these guys. And I immediately went on YouTube and looked up North Dakota State offense highlights and I'm sitting there in my room on YouTube and I'm seeing Carson Wentz, I'm seeing Easton stick. I'm seeing first off Carson Wentz, who is a, a a high draft pick in the first round and an Easton stick who is potentially going to be a draft pick as well. And I'm like, dang, like, this office is putting quarterbacks in the NFL. Like I called my dad. I was like, dad, I think we got a, I think we got a good one here. And, the, the Another thing that obviously stood out to me was he's a winner, you know, he's won multiple national championships and he comes from a program that I felt was very, very similar to ours and the way that we do things at Kansas state. So whenever coach climbing got hired, um, you know, our, our whole team, whenever, I think we were all kind of just, you know, you hear the, another thing with social media, you see people, Oh, he's at FCS, you know, can he do this? Can he do that? So we were all as players, it's like, okay, like, What's this going to look like? And I'll never forget our first team meeting. he came in there and spoke to us, and we all walked out of that room like, "Yeah, I'm I'm ready to go play for this guy." You know, so that was super cool. And this gave me a lot of hope. I remember my first meeting with him. He told me that he was going to give me the keys to the offense and key to this team, and that I was going to be the leader of it. And uh, he wants me to to take that step forward and being a leader and and taking command of the offense and and driving this team and Whenever he told me that, I was like, "Whoa!" Like, let's go. You know, like I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited, and so that's kind of how that transition took place. Um, you know, I was and saying all that, like obviously, like the uh, the better parts of my career took place with Coach Kleiman. Um but I didn't really realize how much Coach Snyder instilled in me until. I graduated really in this past year and just looking back at, uh, you know, all the things that he, that coach Snyder taught me and the, the program that he ran, the way that it was, it was constructed and that he ran things, how much it impacted me. And it's so cool. You know, coach Snyder still writes me letters and congratulates me. Congratulate me when I got my first start this year. He encouraged me in the playoff game. Like, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for it all, you know, and everything happened for a reason. Um, and, and, you know, that's, uh, that's what I've always hung my hat on. And I'm, I'm grateful for both coaches. So, but yeah, it was, it was a crazy transition, that process. Um, but I, I wanted to stay at K-State, you know, like I, I'm a loyal kid. And I I just loved Kansas State. I loved the university. I loved Manhattan. I loved our fan base. And I did not want to go anywhere. But I also knew that if it was, was best for me and my future to have an opportunity to play in the nfl then that's something i would do but i i did not want to leave so i was happy that it worked out
0: well skylar as we wrap up here um kind of looking ahead for you we've talked about your journey to k-state kind of some of your experiences here and uh, we talked a little bit about it at the top with um with now obviously you being been with the dolphins and everything i guess what are your goals for this upcoming year um and and what are you going what what is you what are you working towards I guess that's the final goal obviously everybody wants to win a Super Bowl but now that you've gotten mm-hmm. some experience and, and have had that under your belt first of all how much does that help and then what is what does next year look like for Skylar Thompson?
1: Yeah um that's a great question. Um you know and that's something that I've had to put a lot of thought into uh this offseason and you know because going into last year like I was very it was very clear to me that I knew I was going to be be lucky to be drafted and um you know i was going to be in a position where i was going to have to scratch and claw and fight for every opportunity i was going to get and just to make the team and so that was very clear to me last year was was i was very driven to making a 52-man roster then once that happened was you know i had some success in preseason next thing i know is like i'm in a position where you know we had some injuries in the room and i'm like man like it's week, week four or five, and I'm getting to start a game, you know, and so, um, going into this next year, um, what the, 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 first thing, I mean, the things that I got to experience last year, uh, I was very grateful for, I mean, just about every situation you can imagine, I got to experience in some sense. And, you know, I think that that is going to, isn't going to pay so many dividends for me in this year too. And, Having a second year in this system and going into an off season and training camp and a preseason and a regular season where everything's not all brand new to me. You know, that that was really, really challenging for me last year was, you know, I there was a lot of little things always like I was kind of head on a swivel, always trying to figure it out and just go with the flow with where I was supposed to be and how I was supposed to do it. And, you know, this year having, having expectations of Of what you know first off what's expected of me and then what that looks like you know being able to go into an off season knowing what to expect you know know what things are going to look like and i think that's going to help me a ton and you know ultimately it's uh my my goal you know ultimately is and everybody in the nfl as a quarterback will tell you the same thing is is we want to be you know i want to be a starting quarterback you know and and that that's my ultimate goal um but i'm also very aware that there's there's a it's going to be a process to get to that point and, and understanding my role in the team and and you know um my role right now is is to support and in, in our quarterback room we just signed mike white um this offseason as well so it's just being the best teammate that I possibly can be and helping our team win and whatever that looks like um that's something that I just got to kind of feel out as I go um but it's more so I'm, I'm competing with myself every day you know and that's 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 my mindset that's always been my mindset is is competing with myself and being better than the day I was before and having that mindset that's that's what I did last year too you know I didn't and I didn't focus on, you know, anything that anybody else was saying or their speculations on me. It was just I'm going to compete with myself and be the best me every day. And you know, when I do those things and for anybody in life, when you do those things, good things happen, you know. And so uh, that's my main focus going into this year is, is being the best teammate I possibly can be and helping our quarterback room uh, be the best it can be in any way that looks like. And whenever, you know, opportunities come, whatever that looks like, it's just being ready for them and making the most of them. So um, I'm super excited about, about this year uh, for us. Uh, we made some off season changes, got some good additions to our team and, you know, we're, we're hungry. Like we, we have a lot of talent. Um, we, we have good coaches and, and, you know, it's it's, uh, it's a fun organization to be a part of. It's a great organization to be a part of, because you can tell that there's a vision there and, uh, we're wanting to win and the guys in our locker room want to win and that's that's really fun to be a part of you know because um, you know I I really haven't experienced uh, a losing locker room uh, to the full extent but it's um, it's night and day whenever you're going to work every day surrounded by guys that want to win and be successful and that that makes a, a huge difference and has an impact on me it has impact on everybody in the organization so that's super exciting for us moving forward. And, you know, I'm super excited to get back to work here in a couple of weeks and get started on year two. It's crazy. Uh, Time flies, you know, it's, uh, it's wild and I've kind of did some reflecting too of where I was at a year ago today, you know, and just how far I've come and what has taken place in my life. And I'm very, very grateful for everything. I've been very blessed and uh, I'm super excited for it.
0: Well, Skyler, uh, I know everyone in Manhattan is rooting for you. Um, thank you so much for coming on uh, the podcast today. I, I know the fans are ex- super excited to hear from you. Um, it's, it's really cool to see the success that you're having. Um, everybody wishes you the best of luck. And uh, thanks again so much for joining me today on Fighting Ever Fighting. And uh, again, nothing but to, wishing you continued success
1: absolutely yeah thank you guys so much anytime I get a chance to talk about K-State and share my story my journey uh through there and how much it impacted my life how much the university the people the program impacted my life I love to do it because K-State's a it's a special place man I know people say that and it's talked about all the time but it truly it truly is and and I always knew that as a player but I realize even more as an alumni now like it's it's real, the power cast real. And, uh, you know, seeing seeing people wear purple down in South Florida every once in a while, is pretty dang cool, you know? And that, seeing that for the first time when I was down there, um, the person actually recognized me and, and said, Imaw. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm about as south as you can get here, you know? And we got K-State fans everywhere and that's special. So uh, yeah, thank you for having me on. Um, I appreciate you guys.